What up, everybody? Welcome to the Knock and Neff Show. I'm Knock. Neff CEO. What you got for him today, nephew? First of all, I'm happy to say we back. We are back! Back for our end of the year show. Like the shining on y'all ass. <laughs> back for our end of the year show. We're going to talk about a few things. But today our topic is going to be COVID. We've been at this for two years now. Two years. I think it was our, probably Going our first, into our third year of it. Yeah, I think it was probably our first or maybe our second episode talking about this. And we're still at it. We're going to talk about vaccinations. We obviously are... Uh, stick them. Stick them. Stick them. So let's, let's, let's get into it. Like, How is this going to work? How long do you think this is going to last? What is going on? Well, from what I've seen, basically, we knew that, like the flu, we were going to get new strains. And so... I watched a, a show, and me and you talked about a podcast you talked you you listened mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. where basically the doctors were saying that Omicron is less deadly, yeah. but it's more contagious. Yes. So now we're starting to get a strain of COVID that's going to be like the flu. That because as long as it's not killing people, they're able to find ways to control it when it's so volatile that it's killing people Mm -hmm. it's hard for them to find ways to control it (sighs) this whole thing has got me vexed at this point it does because uh you can be vaccinated boosted (laughs) and still catch covid so you can (laughs) it's like it's amazing so i told you when it came to the vaccinations that i'm not against it i'm not anti-vax but i also want to make sure that you know, what you put in your body is going to be on the up and up. Out here, where I live, which is in the Valley, it's a little more conservative. So the conservative thought process is, you know, be healthy, don't get vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Out here, it's a little more liberal. So everybody gets vaccinated. Everybody wears masks. Everybody's trying to be, you know, they don't want to be the, the catalyst to spread it where they're at. It's hard because they say follow the science, right? So the science says if you get it vaccinated, then you'll be less likely at first to catch it. Now it's you'll be less likely to die from it. Now they're talking about they're going to come out with COVID boosters probably every year, like the flu shot. So now what are we doing? Are, do we have the flu? Is COVID the new flu? Are we just getting rid of the flu? What is going on? And I'm not and I'm not talking about this from a political standpoint. I'm talking about it from just a health standpoint in just general. What is gonna happen in the in the in the upcoming years to either tame this, calm this, or just be like, eh, you know. Well, see, here's see, here's something I want you to think about. America was one of those countries where we were always up on our the medical part of it, mm-hmm. we were already always ready for what was to come. Yeah, We were always ready to cut it off. But that's back when everybody just listened to what the experts, the government, and the science said. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, there was an issue in our American history where um, companies like Pfizer and all these other people that, that, who made vaccines the vaccines were getting children sick. Because you think about it. 
I'm older than you. Mm -hmm. When I was coming up, we didn't have autistic kids. Yeah, yeah. It was one out of every probably 150,000. <laughs> and even and even when they were autistic, you just thought they were yeah. slow or you thought they had some Back then, they used the word mentally retarded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all that kind of stuff. But my thing is, if there wasn't as many. Yeah. Now, you have so many kids that are born with some spectrum some of autism. Uh -huh. And also, you know, people think, oh, well, you know, some people say it's the vaccines. Some people say it's this, some people say it's that. You got to remember, from when I was a kid to when you was a kid, we stopped eating real foods. Yeah. We started getting man-made food. We started tampering so, with so, the so science that's, that's of, the thing too, of regular stuff. So my thing is, like, now we have all these diseases. And now technology is so good that doctors can computer take a computer generated model and and figure out ways to kill viruses and all of that. But there's but, two sides to that. But see now everybody's still kind of bent on the old way of doing things. Uh we need all these years of testing. In reality, because of what science has become, we don't need all those years of testing anymore. I agree with that. But I and, but I think but I think there's two sides to it. I think that the the same companies that we rely on to give us these vaccines are the same companies that are poisoning a lot of us, right? So you have Pfizer, who Ooh. just got their ass hole ripped out mm -hmm. and have to pay a bunch of money mm -hmm. because they had this whole opioid, opioid, opioid epidemic, mm -hmm. not along, along with all these other companies. There's a whole show on Amazon Prime now about it. Mm -hmm. um, and we are relying on these companies that have poisoned us for so many years to also make us healthy right but see here's the problem with that and then this it all goes into politics because politics for one i want everybody to stop believing in democrats and republicans absolutely because neither one of them have your best interests at heart and the biggest problem with it is Nobody wants to research what is being said anymore. You want to rely on somebody on the internet to tell you what's being said. You want to listen to what these people are telling you in double talk. You need to do your own research from now on because I want you to take in consideration. Every politician you have voted in has money. If you're a poor person, that means they don't speak for you. Mm -hmm. If you're a middle class person, that means they don't speak for you. Absolutely. And they're taking kickbacks from all these different people and places to say and do certain things and endorse certain things. Mm -hmm. So what you need to become now is more vigilant and finding out information. Because for one, the internet is free still. Yeah. You can find anything you want on the internet. You can find the pros, you can find the cons, mm -hmm. all of that. Now listen, there's another thing that's going on, on the internet that is a whole bunch of false ass people telling you false things. But my thing is, you know how to find reputable sources. Yeah, or you should. Stop going to stop yeah. listening to what people are telling you without doing the research because none of these people have your best interests at heart unless they're in the same tax bracket. See, as and you. get and getting back to and getting back to these companies and these corporations. Like, yeah, but see, part of what I'm saying is politics took over what happened. No, no, I know, I understand, but but I but but these are billion dollar corporations and these corporations can influence politicians they can influence news outlets they can influence like i listen to bbc all the time mm -hmm. and bbc always 
always has a disclaimer. If they're going to do a, a, a story on Facebook, they say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, we just want to let you guys know that we're BBC and Facebook or Meta is a, a, a advertising, you know, partner of ours. Mm-hmm. But we're going to do the story anyway, but this is what it is. Mm-hmm. So they let you know, hey, we're going to be unbiased, but even though we're going to be unbiased, we are accepting money from them. Mm-hmm. Now, even that little bit, they're trying to be. They're trying to be they, right in the middle. Even that little you know, bit, though, they but let they, you know. But they're telling you, we really can't be unbiased because these motherfuckers is paying the bills. So, <laughs> these companies and these corporations. I remember when when Trump was in office, mm-hmm. people would be sending me stuff. I have a whole bunch of conservative friends. Like I said, I live in a conservative area. Mm-hmm. Whole bunch of conservative friends, and they're telling me. You need to, they're sending me articles. And I would, the first thing I would do was scroll to the very bottom of the article. To see where it was from. To see where it was from, to see who wrote it. Mm -hmm. And then I would read the article, and I would just Google the name, Mm -hmm. Joe Smith or whatever, from blah, blah, blah. And then it would be a bunch of articles on there that are all conservative. Mm -hmm. Nothing unbiased, nothing. And he would be taking, and and then it would say opinion piece. Mm -hmm. So they're taking something that is, as a fact, but it's, us on here talking and, and saying, hey, don't do this. And they're don't. giving their opinion. Yes. So mm-hmm. what I do is a lot of podcasts I listen to, I listen to the actual news reporters. The news reporters don't have a dog in the fight. Nope. They're reporting, hey, Darren, you have an Imperial 6 shirt on. Not, you have a, you know what I'm saying, Adidas pants. Like, that's what they're saying. They're not mm-hmm. saying, well, I think. They're not a pun and a talking head mm-hmm. on on TV. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not, what's the, Tucker Carlson. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, whoever else. Right? Yeah. So I think we have to hold ourselves accountable, one, mm-hmm. look at the people who are who are financing these things, two, but also when it getting back to COVID, these same corporations and these same companies that are poisoning us are also making the money to try to mm-hmm. help us. We have to look at it. Yeah. We have to. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. So my next question to you is, are you willing because <clears throat> they're talking about taking boosters every single year. They're, 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 they want to bring boosters every single year. Are you willing to take a booster every year? I don't even take a flu shot. I don't even get a flu shot every year. Uh, and I worked I worked for a pharmaceutical company, and I didn't take a flu shot. So here's the thing. We talked about this before. I told you, I'm not doing this every year. I did a booster this time. I'm not doing a booster every year, like you said. I don't. I don't do. I did. I did the first flu shot when they started introducing flu. I did. I did. I didn't do the first one, but I did one yeah, flu shot, yeah. mm-hmm. and I had adverse ref, uh, effects happen yeah. to me doing that. Uh-huh. And at that point, I told myself I'll never take a flu shot again. And to be honest, I've never had a problem with the flu like that. My father did. Mm-hmm. My father would get the flu and be down 14 days in the bed. Yeah, yeah. Me, I never had the problems that he had. So, me, I stopped taking the flu shot after I had all the complications of the first time, and I've never taken it again. Soon as we get through this round of Omicron and COVID, all this, I probably won't take another booster because my immunity is pretty good. Okay. And... I haven't even caught COVID once yet. So yeah. my thing is, I'm not really worried about it like that. My, I'll be honest with you. The biggest reason I took the booster this time is because I have an 80-year-old mother-in-law. Yeah. yeah. And I have to keep her safe. And see, that's my thing with it. 
I'm gonna say it like this: as long as my mother-in-law's around, you're gonna do. What you're I probably do. will take. See, I probably will take the booster if needed. Yeah. If it gets really bad, you get what I'm saying? I, I, because see, uh, right I, now, because this is what I'm saying. Because right now, each strain is getting less lethal than the first strain. Yeah. So my thing is, I might not have to do it for the next one. You That's get true. what I'm saying? That's true. But um, I'm not gonna be selfish in that matter because my thing is this: if everybody would have took the vaccine in the beginning and and not tried to fight it because of political pundits putting you all against each other. We wouldn't have the. It wouldn't but be let me, this but bad. But let me ask you this though. So, they I was. I wasn't. I'm never. I've never been anti-vax. Mm-hmm. But I'm also. I'm also a follow the science type guy. I also talk mm-hmm. to my doctor friends and my nurse mm-hmm. friends and all this stuff. And knowing and hearing what they're saying about it, and then hearing the science people totally do a 180 and say. Take the vaccine. The vaccine will stop other people from getting it. And then hearing that they were like, "Oh, that's not gonna, that's not the case." You might. It's basically you wearing gloves, touch some dogs, sh- and then touch somebody else. You know what I'm saying? You're protected, but the other person isn't. So if I'm protected, then because my immune system is deficient, mm-hmm. then okay, yeah, I'm protected. But at the same time, I'm looking at this other person. And I'm like, shouldn't you be protected? Like. So I know my I know my immune system is good, right? Mm-hmm. I go to the gym every day. I exercise. Mm-hmm. I don't really get sick like that. I might get I might catch like I catch a cold when the seasons change. I catch two colds a year, six days. I don't even catch a cold. There you go, and that's because just when the weather changes, I get sick. Just, mm-hmm. it's, I've been like that since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Flu, don't catch it. Don't I don't I don't I don't I don't have allergies. I don't have any of that stuff. See, I have allergies, and I, my allergies haven't even really been bothering me in the last 10 years. Um, I used to work in a jail. When I worked in a jail, I got sick, recirculated air. Yeah. We had federal prisoners. We had, you know, yeah, so you have you had, I had sickly, sickly individuals in there all the time. Once I stopped working at a jail, I have not been sick more than two days. Once, but see, once, <laughs> but, but once I learned, once I started looking at the science and, and hearing what these doctors and these specialists were saying it made it made my eyes made my eyebrows kind of raise like that's not what you said three weeks ago that's not what you said a month ago mm-hmm. and i'm not one of these people who are like oh you're lying and you're a this and dr fauci ain't shit. like that's not me mm-hmm. i'm just like bro you can't don't tell me something but see don't yeah. tell me something and then all of a sudden flip and be but like, you well, gotta, you know. But see, here's what you got to remember. They can only tell you what they know, what they what they did experiments and found out. So then if you get the shot uh, so and they listen. say it's not going to have any adverse effects. And then all of a sudden, five years down the road. Because you hear they, it's 70 years until they can actually look and see what's in the shot. You ever hear that? No, I didn't. So Pfizer, has a, they have a deal with the government. But see, that's why. But see, my thing is, I didn't trust Pfizer from the beginning. That's why I didn't get a Pfizer. To, but five, but all these, you might as well have, you might as well shoot Monsanto's in your damn veins. Like it's the same thing. Like well, these, these are the same companies. Like they're owned by. I mean, they're owned by. But it's basically you. You can't tell. Is, there's no difference between McDonald's and, and Burger King. My still thing is Johnson, Johnson and Johnson was getting sued for for for. Opioids, just like these other companies. No, but no. What I'm saying is, 
I trusted Johnson and Johnson and Moderna way more than I trusted. You realize Biden. Johnson and Johnson got sued for talcum powder. Yeah, they're all the same. They're all corrupt. <laughs> that's 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 the point I'm trying to make. I, well, yeah, it's like it's like I get just, I understand just like, just like you just like I said before. To me, all politicians are hundred percent. You just end up the the thing is you end up trying to choose the lesser of two evils. Just that's like, that, and that's why Trump got elected in the office. Because people thought he, he was, was the lesser, lesser two of two evils compared to Hillary. The devil Hillary. And I didn't care. I mean, who? who <laughs> you care because you just called her the death. I just, I'm just repeating <laughs> what other people, what other people <laughs> said. Because I do so, evil. Because, you know, even with that, I told you my issue is a zebra don't change its stripes. Exactly. She was a Goldwater girl. Goldwater didn't want shit for nobody minority. Yep, that's true. That's he wanted true. separation. He wanted He wanted blacks and whites to be separated. Totally. They're, they had their own stores and everything. So we're so we're dealing with these companies and these corporations. We want to put our we want to put our trust in them. We want to put our faith in them, but they don't want what's best for us, and that bothers me. To me, because you want what's best for your grandmother for for your mother in law. I want what's best for my father. Right, but but how am I gonna get that when you don't want what's best for me? Yes. So I, I'm I, taking I, your stuff to I, give it to to, to be. And it's not. I, I, I get what you're saying in that, that aspect, but to me, that's that's what our world has become. Because I, I I listen to all these people who rah rah for rah rah for Trump and rah rah for Biden, mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. thing is, Trump was the main motherfucker talking shit about the vaccines, but he was the first motherfucker took it. Hey, and Trump? Did you see Trump and Candace Park, Candace Owens interview? No. <laughs> Told her to her face, you know, the people that are getting sick are the people that haven't taken the vaccine, and the people that are taking the vaccine are the ones that are not in the hospital. To her face, because mm-hmm. she tried to say, "Oh, the vaccine this," and, you know, she's doing that that right wing political stuff mm-hmm. to him because she thought, "Hey, buddy, buddy," mm-hmm. crushed her right on TV. But my my thing was this: all the Republican, all the Republican senators, and all of that that stand there, uh, the um, uh, the constituents should have their choice of the. They all took it. They all took it. They all had to. They all had to. And, and they so, all they all wanted to be the first ones to take it. Mm-hmm. You know. So if, if you know all these. So and so if Uncle Donnie said, "Look, we're we're pro vaccine," they could all say, "I took the vaccine and I I'm took fine." The first, yeah. Look at, and look I'm at me. first. Look at me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> like Malcolm X said, "We being bamboozled." Yeah. Led astray. <laughs> because my thing is. All of these people say one thing and do another thing, and it all has to do with money and power. Absolutely. Absolutely. Money and power. Because let's be real. If you got rid of political parties and you got rid of money and campaigns, mm-hmm. half, people, the, half these people that are getting elected would not be elected. No. They wouldn't want to, they wouldn't want to be in politics. They wouldn't want to be in politics, but then, too, there's always people that want power. Make it, if you made it more of a, if you made politics... Or governing, or any kind of candidate thing that you can run for. If you made it like a like a city job, mm-hmm. if you made it like a like a something like that, I can guarantee it'll be like coaching sports. Mm-hmm. You don't coach because you're in it for the money. You're mm-hmm. coaching because you want what's best for the right. Kids. But see, everybody wants what's best for them, and not what's best for everybody. But if you coach. You're not you're not part of the team. You're you're the coach, right? Mm-hmm. So if you did that, then it'll be a little bit different. But I'm not a politician. Mm-hmm. All right. So COVID, 
we've been talking about COVID. Let's talk about politics since we already kind of segued into that. Okay. So about your president. Here's my question to you. <laughs> How are you with the job that Joe Biden has done this week? He's driving me up the wall, to be honest with you. Okay. I think I think he has big aspirations and big hopes and dreams. And I think that the I think that the Democrats as a whole are trying. The problem is, is they're not getting anything done. It's the same problem we have every single time, every single year. It's always one, Joe Manchin at this time, that is stopping the progress of the whole party. And that's a huge issue. Yeah. Because we talk about all the things that they want to accomplish. And I all personally the we think do. Joe Manchin's a plant. <laughs> you know, I think he's a Republican plant. But he's, but he's, but he's in, he, I, Joe Manchin drives me, with the, he drives me up the wall because of this. He's in a Republican dominated area, uh-huh. state. So he has to do what he has to do in that area. I get, I understand that. You're not going to sit here and say, hey, I'm going to do the best for my neighborhood, but burn down my house doing the best for my neighbor. You're not. Because you won't have a house. So then what? Right? So, but the problem is, is you there has to be some kind of give and take. There has to. This this Build Back Better plan that they're trying to do, that's, you know, putting bridges. Dude, have you seen the bridges? Have you seen the roads? Have you seen, like, what we drive on in California? It's crazy. It's horrible. Horrible. And there's no money to... So this, this plan was supposed to... Redo everything. Well, no, the infrastructure bill went through. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't this. And we're talking about. We're talking about uh, pre-K stuff. We're talking right. About but see, here, stuff. see, here's we're my problem. All that see, here's my problem with that. Joe Manchin is saying, "Oh, I can't do this because the, I, I feel like this is gonna put us in a, yeah, a, a, huge, a, a, hole. a huge hole. Yeah. All that. It wouldn't be a huge hole if you started taxing rich people the same way you tax everybody yeah. else." Yeah. And the biggest problem is Joe Manchin and all of these politicians who don't want these bills to go through are part of the problem because they don't want to pay more taxes. Yeah. Voting people, you need to stop voting for these people who don't want to be like you. They think they're the elite. They don't want to have to pay taxes. You think once you become a any kind of senator, any of that, you don't ever have to pay for health care again, all this kind of stuff. My thing is the things we... Well, hold on. Stop, no, hold stop, on. Stop, 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 stop right there. Stop right there. When you're a senator, you don't have to pay for health. That's a huge thing. No. We all pay for health care. Right. But you think they don't pay for health care. Once you've been in office, you don't pay again Ever. in your life. Ever. And that's a ginormous thing. because and, and, it's, and it's not like you don't have the money to pay for it. Yeah. And they have the best health care. Yeah. Literally the best health care. So it's like, my thing is, the system is broke. System has been broke. For one, there's no reason we need the electoral college anymore. No. It, it it should be one vote. Each vote should count at the the way that it is, and that then too, it's no reason why houses should cost more in in Idaho or I mean, and it should cost less in Ohio and Idaho than they do in California. Yeah, especially when. It costs more to live in California, and I'm not going to say we have less natural disasters and all of that, but our natural disasters don't tear our state up like the Midwest and the South do. Yeah. 
It's CNF. That, that gets, and, an, that gets and, an infrastructure and, and all kinds of and stuff. And then, too, there's no reason why the dollar should go further further in the South than it does in the West. These are things you got to look at. In America, we pay, California, we pay more for gas <laughs> yeah. than any other state in the country. Yeah. We, got the most, we got the most cars. We're paying for the gas industry. There are more cars in California than there is in half the country. So you have that. We're also one of the most liberal states, meaning that we fully electric, try to go electric, mm-hmm. go solar, mm-hmm. wind energy, you know, solar power, Fossil fuels, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're so trying we're, to get rid of. Fossil we're trying to fuel. get rid of fossil. So we're trying to do all these things to try to benefit and better the, the world. The world. And then and you got states like Texas, who everybody that's rich in Texas got rich off oil and fossil fuel, and mm-hmm. don't, don't they do not want to see it go away? Yeah. Because true. if it goes away, that's. But it's that. But you know, but you know what? Honestly, it's even more than that. Like uh, who was his name? John Boehner, right? Mm-hmm. So Boehner was against weed, 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 weed. weed. No, he hated weed. No, soon no legalizing. As, as soon got... as he got out of politics, he's got the man. He's, he, he's the CEO of a weed company, and he's fighting for legislation now to make weed legal. So it's also one of those things where a lot of these tobacco companies, who are being pushed out of their industry, are jumping into the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. Because they can take their tobacco farms, change them into cannabis farms, mm-hmm. and make more money because mm-hmm. California, because it's, you know, who is, it's not Texas, mm-hmm. can't do it in Texas, California and different states out, you know, on the West or whatever, mm-hmm. that are going to promote it. Uh, Oregon and, and Right, you know, but, it, but see, the thing is this now, weed is about to be legal in the whole country. But what I'm saying is they're waiting. Oh, yeah. They're waiting until their opportune time to change, right? Mm-hmm. They're waiting for that opportune time to change. It's like Boehner got out of politics. Oh, we, 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 no, no, no. And then it was like, oh, time to we, because he knew there's some money. Oh, yeah. So until until they had that opportune time, and that same thing goes with Texas when it comes to like this this energy stuff. Until they see Texas is, I'm in the energy company, or in the energy industry. When Texas had the that flood last year, mm-hmm. And it wiped their whole infrastructure out, their whole electric mm-hmm. infrastructure. Texas paid the reason why you can have these big big houses in Texas and pay hundred and fifty bucks in power. You have a five bedroom house, six bedroom house. We know what that'll be out here in California. Mm-hmm. You might as well sell a leg mm-hmm. and pay two hundred dollars in, in electric. Their bills are going to be. They're going to pay. I think they pay like twelve cents a kilowatt or something, something low, mm-hmm. ten cents a kilowatt. They're going to go up to like 26 cents a kilowatt. 28 cents a kilowatt. That's what we pay out here in California. Mm-hmm. You know what your electric bill is. Yeah. And you don't have a five-bedroom house. Mm-hmm. I have a four-bedroom. And damn up, if, if I'm running everything, mm-hmm. $500 easy. So, easy. And, and so this is what you got to go, what I was just talking about. Texas people don't make as much as we make. They don't. But imagine their bill going from 200 to $700. Mm-hmm. Because they want to keep fossil fuels, because they don't want to put solar on top of the house, mm-hmm. because they don't want to change the infrastructure, mm-hmm. and they the only way that they're going to be able to get the power that they need is for them to redo everything. Mm-hmm. Who do you think pays for that? Just like us, and just like PG&E out here, 
PG&E out here is about to be sky high because they burnt all them people's houses down mm-hmm. and all the people died out there in, in and, paradise. And, and, and somebody got to pay for it. And somebody has to pay for it. Mm-hmm. They're already trying. They're already trying right now. They just had a news report. They're already trying to raise and stop solar in California because PG&E is saying that they're getting the short end, short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. No. You guys burn all them people's houses down because you weren't maintaining your infrastructure. You weren't maintaining your infrastructure. And I'm paying all this money to you. And updating your infrastructure. Weren't updating. And see, see, you know, it's funny. The same way you feel about PG&E right now Mm -hmm. is the way I felt about BART. Because I got a buddy whose mother paid for 45 years for BART to go to Antioch, to where she lives. She didn't even live to get to see it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like there's people that paid for it to go to San Jose mm-hmm. that uh, are not have not lived to see it happen. Yeah. And they've been paying this in their taxes for years. So you take that, you take all that information between BART, PG&E, fossil fuels, California just general, how much money we're paying, and in the country, and then look at the politicians and think, what are you doing for me? Right. The way you're li- Trump. The way you're living and the way I'm living, there's a problem with it. I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's Biden. I don't care if it's Kamala Harris. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. Do something. Do the right thing for the people, all of you. Because whatever this is, it ain't it. Nope. Whatever this is, it ain't it. And I think people need to understand that sometimes, bro, <laughs> it's just tiring. And I'm not even, I like politics like I like sports. Yeah. So, what do you think is next for the United States and government? Because, see, here's another thing we haven't talked about. And we didn't talk about the fact that Russia's about to sit sitting on the border thinking about invading Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, there's a whole lot of stuff going on outside. We got enough problems inside, but there's a whole lot of stuff <laughs> going true. on That's outside. That we have to look at too. You got to kind of watch well, dog. I think I think in the United States, I think in the United States we have our biggest issue is to get our political system in order first and foremost. But the people who are in power right now, which is Democrats, they need to get it together. Yeah. Right. So, and I'm not just saying see, because, I'm not but, saying because I'm a liberal because yeah. I'm just saying. But that, see, the problem is we don't want the dem. As much as we don't want the Democrats to become like the Republicans, we do want them to have some balls. Have some backbone. Yeah. But even but even more than that, this is what I honestly think is going to happen in the next few years. In the next, yes, in the next few years. I think they're absolutely going to get blown out in the midterms. Yeah. Blown out. I think President Trump, uh, President, I think President Biden is going to be the president. And I don't think he's going to run again. I don't. I think that they're, they're going to get blown out in the midterms and it's going to be gridlock like it's always been. And then we're gonna have the same issues, and nothing's gonna change. No. Nothing. This this better build back better bill or whatever this new bill is the bill, that's not gonna go through. So then what? So then here's a question. Nothing's do, gonna change. What do we as a people do? Because see, so many people are are hung up on red and blue like they Crips and Bloods. Yeah. Like this is my gang, and I'm sticking with it no matter who, how good or how bad they do us. I think I think I think the the. I think the best answer is, and it's probably the most cutthroat answer, is do what you have to do for yourself. Do what you have to do for yourself and your family. Now, I'm not saying go and steal from Walmart and steal toilet paper no. and, and, and stuff like that. What I'm saying is I think we have to just do better 
individually. I remember a long time ago when I was in religion, mm-hmm. right? There was some some issues happening in my family. And I remember one of the main, I would say preachers or brothers in the congregation or whatever, came back and was like, look, you have your own issues in your family. Talking to my dad. You have your own issues in your family. To make the church or the congregation or whatever you want to call it better, each family has to be better. Each family has to have their own stuff together because this family creates this family. And all these little families create the congregation, which creates the organization. And they can't all be dysfunctional. And they can't all be. Exactly. So I think as a people, we have to do, live by the Ten Commandments, do what we need to do for us, do what we need to do for our neighbor, and then have these conversations like me and you are talking. These hard conversations, hard conversations about race, hard conversations about about politics, hard conversations about religion, hard conversations about weather, climate change, whatever it is, jobs. Mm-hmm. Have these conversations, and when we have these conversations, then we can become a cohesive unit, and then basically say, "We don't need y'all as a, as a." Then we won't be in this red and blue type of type of thing, right? But see, here's the biggest problem. The That's big, all wishful thinking, though. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Because the biggest problem in this country is race, and we can't even sit down and talk about race without without a white person feeling guilty. For so what they and feel like they're being attacked for what their ancestors did, and, see, and we're not. We don't want you to feel guilty. We don't want you to feel bad. We want you to be part of the change to correct it. Exactly, and that's that's a huge thing. It's not about guilt and mm. what your grandfather did to my grandfather. It's mm. about just recognizing. Look, these are the things. This is the trauma that it's caused, and the and, and just recognize that this is what really happened. Yeah. So, like, I was watching The View, and Michelle Tafoya was on The View. And I'm not going to say I was disappointed in her, because she's she's Hispanic, mm-hmm. and she's of money. Okay. So, I know sometimes... You got to expect. You, you got to expect certain people to think certain ways. And then yeah. she's married to a white guy, I think. Okay. So, um, she was saying how she feels like Race is being, with all the stuff about race, is making her kids feel guilty for being white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my thing is, this, the topic's not making your kids feel guilty about being white. It's the actions of your ancestors is making them feel Yes. Guilty. But we're not trying to make them feel guilty, but it's good the fact that they are feeling some type of way about yeah, what happened. Like, like it's because way. that's all that is, we want. All all the other races, including black people, want people of non-color to feel is we want you to realize that it's a sore spot. It hurts and it's bad and we need to correct it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, we know you can't go back and, and unslave motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? It's true. But you can get rid of all the systematic mm-hmm. and institutional racism that is keeping these things perpetuated and going. Yeah, that's all we're asking. That's a great point. I mean, that's a great point to say. It's not the talking. It's not the the talking or the conversation that's that's making you feel that way. It's what actually happened that's making, right. you, making you feel that and way. And then too, my thing is. People, uh, I, I heard a white woman say, it's, it's starting to be, it's, it's starting to be bad to be white. Now you actually get to feel how black people feel. 
Not only black people. Other, people. other races, but I'm saying me speaking as a black man, yeah. growing up and going to certain areas, it was like I was bad for being what I was. This is what I was born as. I'm a black man. And I you know, can't help that. And, you know, and, and it's not even about making them feel bad. It's just about understanding that there is... Understanding the feeling of what the other person felt. That's what putting, it is putting for your, me. You're putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. Where we always have, have to, to put ourselves and put ourselves in, in everybody people. else's shoes. And honestly, like, like we're not small guys. Mm-hmm. We go to Raider games and we're always the big dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Did you play? Did you play? You play? You play? <laughs> what position? Oh, you a big guy. Want to walk around and touch mm-hmm. you? And yeah. Stuff. So we always, especially around other people, had to make ourselves either smaller. Mm-hmm. Or you know, not less, ta- less threatening. Not talk as loud. Mm-hmm. We have loud voices. Laugh. You know what I'm saying? We had to be, and, and we couldn't. We couldn't have a mean mug on our face because we're making feel because people feel now. Because now we are. We got to be jovial. Yeah, we have to be. We have to be. I had a friend. And I told her. I said. I said. You. She's white, blonde hair, blue eyes. I said. You are a rabbit. I said. And I'm a lion. I said. Most people are scared of the lion, and they think the rabbit is cute. No matter mm-hmm. that rabbit can shit on you and bite your fingers or that, <laughs> you know or, or that rabbit could very well be a fucking rat 100% but 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 so I've lived my life like that my mm-hmm. whole life and now it's to the point where I'm like you know I'm not doing that I'm not making myself smaller for no mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not turning down my my vibe for nobody no it's it's not a thing right mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be I'm gonna take when I walk into a room and be that presence I'm gonna walk into a room and be that Big black dude, that mm. you know, that guy who carries himself well, speaks well, knows what he's talking about, and also is very forceful, and and has that about him. Yes. And not make myself smaller because you're uncomfortable with my energy. You're mm. uncomfortable with me. So when we're having these conversations about race, and we're having these conversations about societal differences or whatever it is, and you feel a certain type of way about it, you need to check yourself and mm-hmm. ask yourself why you feel so. Why do you look, feel if that somebody way? goes walks up to me and says, "Barry, you're a liar," and I know I didn't lie, I'm gonna look at you like, <laughs> okay. "Okay," and I'm gonna keep it moving. It's not gonna affect me. Mm-hmm. It only affects you when is if it's you, true. If it if you feel something about that, yeah. it only affects you if somebody says you're fat and you're like, "I ain't fat." You keep it moving, mm-hmm. right? But if you if you already you waking up in the morning like I need to, like, ooh, I need to when they call slim, you fat, then that trigger slimming down yeah, a little bit. That, I that trigger something, yeah. And that's the thing. So that's how it affects you. So it's not about the kids feeling a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. It's about your ancestors putting, doing something, mm-hmm. and then switching history because the winners always create history because mm-hmm. the, the losers are dead. Switching history mm-hmm. and then putting it out there like, hey, look. Yeah, and, and it's interesting you said that because all she she also said you know that you know her 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 kids started off with friends of color, mm-hmm. and as they get a certain age, the friends of color find more friends of color. Yeah, but that that tribalism has always been. It's like mindedness. Uh, it, it is everything. It's like mindedness. It's it's you feel like this person understands me. Yeah. Now I have. All kinds of white friends and Hispanic friends and Asian friends and all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. When I talk to them, we have a a a, a general difference when it comes to culture. Mm-hmm. I go to my my 
my East Indian friend's house and their lives are different than my house. Mm-hmm. I go to my white friend's house, their lives are different than my house, right? Mm-hmm. So it's nothing bad about it. No, it's, it's the fact that you can surround yourself with these people and try to understand and then try to put yourself in their shoes and say, oh, this is why you guys are Muslims. Mm-hmm. This is why you practice Catholicism. This is why you're a Baptist. This is mm-hmm. why you're a Protestant. This yeah. is why you're a Mormon, a Jehovah's Witness, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and then have a, have a better understanding. But if somebody says, hey, you realize Christianity has been the cause of X, Y, and Z, and you feel some type of way about it, you need to check yourself. Yeah. That's all we have for you today. Thank you for tuning in to the Knock and Nev podcast, or excuse me, the Knock and Nev show. Look forward to what we got coming for the next season. The next season is going to be really big, and we want you guys to tune in. We want you to bring some more friends because we want to make this as large as you want it to be. Like and share everything. If you see something on here that sparks your interest, you know, something that you heard that's kind of like, oh, that's pretty dope. Let me let me share that with somebody. Do that for us, you know. And if you got some stuff you want us to talk about, you want to hear our opinion on, shoot us an email, text, just a direct Get message, whatever. Instagram, knocking that show. You know, hit us up, let us know. We'll talk about it. I'm not. I'm Neff. Peace.